breeze blowing, storm clouds moving in. Whatever's gonna happen, it's about to begin. I remember what the drunk doggy told me when he said, Son, don't fear. Life's where the pace line is about to If it's gonna be a hurricane, don't you worry about the news that they try to hide. Just click on Mark's page, Drunk Donkey Nationwide. Well, there'll always be some haters, they don't understand. Mike's got a friend and a hundred thousand more across the land. Well, if you want to know it first, then you want to know it right, and you want to have time to plan. Drunk Donkey Nation tells your friend, Mike, he's your man. Then it's going to tell you all about the wind and the rain. Going to tell you if it's going to be a storm or if it's going to be a hurricane. Don't you worry about the news others try to hide. Click on Mike's page, Drunk Donkey Nationwide. Yeah, here on Mike's page, Drunk Donkey Nationwide. And how about that? Good morning, everybody. What's up? We are live. Looks like we are good to go. Monday morning. I see people. What's up, Stephanie Stoke? Thomas? Ruth? I see people. All right, looks good. Jelly says my sound was off, but I think it's, I think it's working. Can y'all hear me? Yes, maybe, no. Well, it's been two days since we've seen the dogs. We didn't get the dogs on Wednesday or Friday. So, uh, Louie, miss y'all. <laughs> they had their three days at the uh, their vet, their home away from home. So, we, def we definitely have a little bit of chocolate to talk about. This is a, the Daily Brew. Um, getting to be that time of the year. We got people coming back that haven't been here in a long time with the... Uh, with the tropics heating up, we have officially started our daily outlooks with these little guys. So, first thing you should do every morning is uh, hit the old NHC button there and uh, check out the, the latest update. That's your official information. That's your five-day outlook from the NHC. As we always say, always use the National Hurricane Center and National Weather Service first and foremost. They are the official forecasters of weather <laughs> but yeah the pups are back mary my one eye is a little uh red I, i'm gonna try to get through this and take my contacts out because for some reason I, my eye is bad oh, what's up alina what's up eric raise one we were at the raise game yesterday it was great thomas's uh hurricane season's right around the corner june 1st correct what's up karen smith over on youtube YouTube streaming good. Twitter, what's up, Jason Triplett? Good morning. Good morning, Dale. Yeah. So, what you thinking, huh? What you thinking, Louie? <clears throat> All right. So, we're gonna be we're gonna be live pretty much every day now. Now that we're in the season, so we'll be live uh, Monday through Friday, nine nineteen a.m. We'll be doing our uh, tropical updates at night if they're warranted. Uh, right now, they're not warranted. <laughs> Warranted. Um, and of course, weekends if if need be. So, but right now we're we're good. We're not we're not too worried. There's, there was uh, a <laughs> Tommy. Who knows? Maybe. Um, I will never tell. Good morning from Grand Isle, Florida. Jeffrey had hail last night. We had some strong storms up in Jacksonville last yesterday. Um, Louis, as Louis falls asleep. <laughs> so. Uh, the buzz, 
over the weekend. By the way, I was going to share this real quick. <clears throat> we'll be live tomorrow, 1230 to 130 on uh, our Furman Power Equipment live stream. We're going to talk about the season tomorrow. So tomorrow there will be two times that we'll be on live. So if you want to tune into that, I'm, I think we have set to an event on the page. So um, you'll see it on our weather page here on Facebook. So we'll be on Facebook Live tomorrow with Furman talking about the season. And uh, we'll get to know the guys a little bit more behind the scenes at Furman Power. Power. More power. So that'll be fun. For sure. So everybody, hope you had a great weekend. Um, like I said, the tropics are heating up a little bit. Hope you got to visit our friends at ABC, Fine Wine and Spirits. And uh, hope you didn't have too much fun, <laughs> if you know what that means. But uh, always big thanks to ABC, Fine Wine and Spirits for uh, four years of support now. That's amazing. Uh, so big time. Got to support them. They support us, that's for sure. But man, you so so the big buzz of the weekend was uh, some scary, super scary GFS models that were uh, all over the place. So first and foremost, if you're coming here for for bad news as far as tropics, it's still very uncertain what what's going to happen next week. Um, those big bad GFS models have backed down, luckily, um, and. Uh, definitely created some buzz on the internet but we have a tropical wave here that just passed through the lesser antilles and uh well that's what we're gonna be focusing on for the next week um this week coming up <clears throat> timing puts it past next weekend as far as um any potential impacts to the conal u.s <laughs> conal um aaron i'd like to think it nascar mountain dude abc wine what's that all about <laughs> student from georgia What's up, Ann? Good morning. What's up, Miguel, over on YouTube? So, so this is it. All right, so we got two scenarios. All right, so we'll say goodbye to Hunter so I can get focused here. Say bye-bye, Hunter. So y'all miss, they miss you. They missed you. Still a little as Frenchie on the planet. Little guy. <laughs> Only eight pounds. <laughs> eight pounds of loving. Um, so this tropical wave, all right, so... You know, I always put out a lot of scenarios. Uh, I, I think I was guilty years ago po posting scary runs. They do give you a lot of likes and clicks. There's so much more that goes on behind the scenes, though, when you're looking at one model. You know, you got to look at all the models. You got to look at environmental conditions. You look at history. You look at, you know, ensembles. Uh, so, so we got a chance at this tropical wave here. It's going to end up somewhere in this neck of the woods by the end of the week. And... Uh, the GFS is showing a cold front coming down. This thing pulling up, turning itself towards, lately now it's been Florida. The uh, Euro has had this thing crossing over, uh, almost doing nothing. Maybe some energy into the Bay of Campeche, I call it, and uh, crashing into Mexico. So it's very, 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 very low confidence this thing's going to be uh, anything to, to worry about. Um, Early season storms always seem like they develop down that neck of the woods. This is a newer graphic, but it seems like they always end up doing this. Cold fronts come down, and uh, nine times out of ten, you know, they're tropical storms, maybe subtropical. Uh, no, very, 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 no, I didn't say no. Very few hurricanes ever in May. A lot of shear. Waters aren't quite that hot yet um so you know even though the gfs showed you know category three hurricane um it's back down a little bit so but with that being said uh we definitely got something to watch because some of the ensembles are hitting let us let's go right to tropical tidbits show you the the operational runs this is that time of the year so we go to tropical tidbits place to get all your free graphics and here's what we got just check it out so low pressure, let's slow down about right here, right there. All right, so here's the end of the week. This is the weekend. For, so there, there's our low pressure area. That's our tropical wave. This is the spot to watch. This is this weekend. And as we're going to see with the latest uh, GFS, it curves up. And, you know, still showing 983. That could be borderline hurricane. But 
before was showing 960, 950. Um, so it's back down some. Good news. But <clears throat> it's, it's persistent. It's been every run. So we got to keep our eyes on it. Um, last night, 00Z model run, 994, a little weaker, you know. Makes sense. The waters off the Florida are a little bit cooler than they are middle uh, Gulf. So a little weakening. This makes sense. A little weakening on approach. 998, that would be tropical stormish. Uh, you know, timing again is past the weekend. We're still talking something a week away. Um, no impacts this weekend. It's going to be hovering down here around the Yucatan over the weekend. Hunter's licking my feet, by the way. <laughs> um, and uh, he'll stop soon enough once he figures out that. Hey, what's up, Greg Montgomery? We're just talking about our little get-together tomorrow, man. Are you going to be live with the us on the Furman crew? <laughs> so your GFS is really the only model uh, that that's showing this. But, again, early May systems. Very, very typical. Turn up and uh, turn out. Approaching front, and there you go. So, hey, it's worth it's worth watching, right? That seems the most likely for me. Um, that would be the first part of next week, going going through uh, midweek next week. So that's very, very possible. Um, again, you know, likelihood of, of a hurricane is very low, um, but... Got to keep our eye on it. All right, so let's take a look at all the other models. The Euro, really no sign of it. Hasn't been showing much. You, you can almost have to go to the Vorticity model here. And you'll see a little bit of spin. <laughs> Very little. This is the 60. Um, little bit of spinach. Little bit right there. See, this, this is Vorticity in the atmosphere. This is next Monday. This is the same general area that's scooting across. And uh, hasn't, hasn't done much with it. Crossing over Central America, very typical too. Um, so, like, you know, might be talking about nothing. Um, but, hey, could rain. These are called CAG setups, Central American gyres. And uh, they could form on both sides of the Pacific or the Gulf side. Uh, but, it, you know, here hasn't shown much. But it is showing a little, you know, a little spin, a little bit down here in the lower bay. And then we go to the Canadian model, which is always pretty good. Canadian model here. This is looking at uh, through the week. And you're going to see a little bit of sign right here. This little guy here, I'm not sure what this is. We're not going to talk about him right now. But little sign that this thing pops out and continues on to Mexico. So still not a lot of model support. But it is very believable. Eventually, whatever it is, we have an approaching front early part of next week. Approaching front, whatever it is, gets picked up and absorbed into it. So there's your three scenarios. <laughs> um, wasn't buying into the big hurricane. And there's a lot of land interaction, too. There, this it's, it seems very hard for me to believe that we're going to see a, a very strong system this close to the coast here, right off the Yucatan. But... You know, never know. There's uh, next Monday, Monday, Tuesday. So there, you know, there's a chance, I guess. You know, the year, the, the GFS is, is definitely sticking with its guns here. We have the energy in place. We have warm water. <clears throat> Waters are definitely warmer above average right now. Plenty warm enough to sustain um, a system. Here's a Bay News 9 water temp. So, you know, 81, 82 degrees down here in the Yucatan. So definitely warm enough. I do have this one model or map on my site. It's kind of confusing, but it tells possibility. So this is a uh, experimental model map that brings in all of the possibilities based on the current conditions of water, atmosphere, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this is you know daily updated, but. Basically, this map tells you that if all the other variables are there, like, for a storm, then the Gulf could sustain a hurricane, basically, is what, what I'm getting at. Could sustain. This isn't a forecast for a hurricane. This is only telling you the conditions based on water temp, et cetera, et cetera, could sustain if everything else lined up perfectly. Um, as you can see out here in the um, open Atlantic, 
We're at yellow, which is only tropical storm possibilities. The water is very cool. So it's just an experimental map showing you that, you know, we could have uh, low pressure. Uh, people always say, is, is, is the Gulf? Oh, we got a little purple dot now, too. Um, you know, is, the, uh, is, is, is it capable? It is capable. So. so anyway, what else we got? All right. Uh, what's up, Morning uh, Telford? How's it going? Sandra Lambert, what's up? You, you any relation to Miranda Lambert? <laughs> um, uh, Michelle's allergic to spinach. <laughs> no spinach yet. Uh, what's up, Mary Krause? How's, how's it doing? Ruth, how's he doing? Michael, more spinach. So there you go. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about some more scenarios here. So there's a little purple dot. And, uh, you know, we got this sliding of the MJO. Um, coming across this is uh 19th of may so you know definitely could could help get something going here green is enhanced stages of this cycle here and uh you know that that's a favorable condition for uh tropical development this is um the same anything blue is more of a favorable enhanced mjo so that's that's something in its favor um Shear forecast, really hard to predict that far out. Um, I don't really get into it. It changes so much. It's very fluid. Anybody see the eclipse last night? I really wasn't a big eclipse guy, but anyway. All right, so let's take a look. Let's see, let's see what the wave looks at, like now. It's just, it's just nothing. It's just there. It's not really anything yet. This little energy here. Um, that's what we're going to be watching. The ensembles, let's take a look at all the ensemble runs since that is really a good way to look into the future here. So we'll start out. All right, let's do Levi's site because he's got um, free ones. So we'll start out with the year. They don't have ensembles in the year, but we got them on GFS. So these are all little different brains of the GFS. And as you can see, this is this weekend. Lots of little low pressure centers. Now, every one of these little models goes into the main operational model run. Um, <clears throat> even though you might see one GFS run, we've seen this a bazillion times. Um, you might see one GFS run showing a, a hurricane. But if you don't have ensemble support, that means it's more likely an outlier. But we, we're, we still see solid ensemble support here with the GFS. And as you can see, you know, a majority of them pull it north. Still a few of them kind of strong. And you can just see the basic flow pattern of what the GFS is thinking. You know, so it's definitely still, you know, it's worth watching. The uh, Canadians have a nice little setup here too. We can also look at um, the ensemble runs on the GPS. And here we go. And as we get into this weekend, there's, there's a couple centered low pressure spots. And not all the members, but some of the members of the Canadian model pull it upwards also. Also, a couple of them are crossing over into the Pacific. But there are a few. Just a few. So, we're keeping an eye on it. We go to um, European. There's, there's a few European talking about it. Euro's got 51 members of... The Euro um, ensembles. And here we go. Ten days out. Not a lot. Just a few. You figure, you know, a handful. Not all of them. But we also have some on both sides. Keeping up with that thinking of weaker west. Lots of land interaction. And maybe a few going north. <clears throat> So the really, I guess the bottom line at this point is there's no, no reason to get worked up on anything yet. We have not model unity. And other than the GFS, it's still aggressive. So we have to keep a close watch on it. The GFS is just keeping everybody like question marks. Like what the heck is going on? You know, so, you know, I read a lot of chatter from, um, the Mets and um, you know GFS has had a lot of upgrades over the years and last year performed very well so everybody's very cautiously wondering 
how the the model's going to do. You know, we start out the season with strong model consistency from the GFS. This is going to get pulled up north and develop possibly into possibly the H word. <laughs> so everybody's always waiting, like me. You know, I uh, I could see it historically. We don't typically get hurricanes in May, but waters are a couple degrees hotter than, than normal. And we got this huge heat wave coming um, that's going to get the water really warm this weekend, this week coming up. And uh, end of next week, historical heat coming. We're talking like 90s and 100s um, for the week. I posted one earlier. This is Thursday. This is Thursday. But historical heat, this is, you know, incredible heat coming. We're talking 90s all the way up into Virginia, 100s all the way up past Texas, you know. So all this heat is going to be sitting over that Gulf of Mexico, getting even warmer. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll <laughs> I'm keeping a really close eye on it. Just don't want to, I don't want to go all in yet and get everybody worked up until we start to see a little more, um, consistency on the models let's pull up the uh, anomaly map here this is weekly uh, i guess we'll look at weekly anomalies so there's your weekly anomaly map and this basically shows the golf is um this is your one week averages of water temperatures but you know we're, we're nearing um a few degrees above normal you know three degrees celsius i think we can go to metric here so almost five degrees above normal and uh, three degrees above normal on the Florida West Coast. So so even though we say, you know, we don't really have storms in May, this is more, you know, this heats a little bit deeper into the season. And we don't usually get tropical waves making its way. This Remember we talked about this tropical wave a long time ago. It seemed like over a week ago this tropical wave came off of Africa and it scooted itself across the Atlantic. So it's pretty pretty early season tropical wave to be making its way across um, the Atlantic. So, uh, Megan, I don't know the last time we had a hurricane in May. I've seen people posting it. It's been a long time ago. Drew's asking a question about Nebraska tomorrow. Let's take a look at the Storm Prediction Center. So the big news today, too, by the way, up north, um, we got an enhanced area, large enhanced area for the Northeast today. And, and 5% usually could mean tornadoes. Usually. Um, tornado uh, chances, not guaranteed, but um, tornado watches. So we can see tornado watches all the way from Virginia up through New York today. We got a pretty potent little storm. Line of storms, everything, you know, as the summer approaches, everything starts going farther and farther to the north. Our low pressure systems are um, sticking more to the north. Uh, tomorrow's storm threat here, mainly wind and hail. Uh, not a big tornado threat tomorrow. So there's your tomorrow threats. Um, Drew, I think you were asking. Um so here's your threats tomorrow. Main, mainly wind and hail. No hatched area, though. Yet. So that's good. Hatched usually means big hail, big tornadoes. <laughs> we don't want that. So, yeah, hot, hot temperatures, uh, big question marks, like I said. Really, 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 really watching. And, uh, you know, looking at the rain map, let's take a look at the latest uh, GFS here. We can get a good idea. And this is, you know, remember... Time frame is this. This weekend, it's going to be somewhere down here. So we're still talking about something a week away. But history says if we get anything, it's going to get pulled into north and out like that. So what that means is that even our friends up in the east coast here could potentially get a little bit out of this. You know, we have an approach. This is, this is the GFS. Approachal frontal line pulls it up. And that all will impact the east coast if... That happens, um, but I can understand. You know, I can, I can, I can, uh, I can believe it. You know, <clears throat> frontal line is going to induce a lot of shear. So sometimes what happens with these systems is you get an elongated system as they uh, get sheared out. Very typical early season storms, and uh, 
this is what that would look like you know, according to GFS, but if we did get a sheared system, uh, there you go. That's you know, still pretty potent on the, but approaching front, this would be next Tuesday, Wednesday, next week. Um, incoming winds blows, blows a lot of the action to the north and east of the system. So typically early seasons, low pressure areas we see get sheared apart, but they're, you know, GFS doing GFS things, keeps it right along the East Coast. But just a lot to watch, man. I just, it's really got me baffled. This run to me seems the most realistic of them all. <clears throat> we have a 989 system, 988. This is next uh, Tuesday. You know, there's uh, evidence of a sheared system. We have dry air on the backside. And pushing our main convection off to the east. And a little bit of weakening on approach to the coast, that seems very reasonable to me. Um, and that puts time in here, Wednesday of next week. And then it kind of merges with that frontal line and just brings kind of yucky, nasty weather across the coast middle of next week. That looks real reasonably possible to me. Um, like I said, the Canadian isn't doing anything. Keeps it low. There's our front. So, just don't want to tell you guys. I'm very curious. Very curious. Um, Greg, what's up? Uh, yes, MJO is um, uh. Hey Drew, I thought this we just we just showed a little bit of that, buddy. I think um, so far for Nebraska, um, I'll dig into it a little bit more. But so yeah, so the MJO Greg Montgomery asks is going to be in play a little bit. This is um, you know phenomenon here that allows the thunderstorms to rise and um, definitely when we have these enhanced stages of the MJO. Yellow and oranges are suppressed stages. That almost squashes thunderstorm activity. But when we have a little enhanced, the atmosphere is a little more juicy and favorable and allows the atmosphere to rise a little bit. And uh, when you get uprising, like your thunderstorms you see in the afternoon, um, it, it enables more thunderstorm activity to, um, to, to rise and potentially uh, become something. <laughs> it doesn't always guarantee tropical development. It just means that Thunderstorm activity is a little more increased. Um, and if you think about it, typically the end of May is the start of rainy season, especially in Florida. And uh, my dad used to say um, June 1st, but we're getting close to the rainy season. You know, fronts are uh, few and far between. And um, yeah, we'll start to see more bubbling skies at night um, for sure. So there's a couple MJO charts I have on here. Um, you can look at this is more of a pat the wave part of the MJO, but we got you know 19th of May. This is kind of when this system is going to be possibly getting going here off of the Yucatan. So you know if the GFS is reading into that, then they're it's expecting possible rapid development from nothing to you know possible storm right away um let's see there's not a lot of dust in the atmosphere we look at dry this is a combined dry air dust map um take a look at that real quick i haven't looked at this all year long yet i don't think this is all the dry air in the gulf of mexico so it's kind of deceiving but <clears throat> as far as uh, our system now goes um we could fast forward a little bit and you can see our wave is right here basically so there's not a lot of dry air down in the caribbean Starting to lose that dry air in the Gulf. Uh, a couple other maps we can look at real quick. Precipitable water map. We can take a look at. Um... Oh, I'm sorry about that dinging, by the way. Darn it. That's Facebook notifications. If you kept hearing a dinging, it was. Uh... What was the uh... Facebook? <laughs> I get them notifications. If I don't turn them off, then it just dings away. Julia will be like laying out on the couch and all of a sudden um, 
should be like your dang computer all night long. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right, here's Caribbean. Let's take a look at that. Here's Let's just look at, I don't know. We'll look at the Gulf of Mexico. We got a water precipital map. Yep. So here is the timing of next week. <clears throat> Actually, let's let's scoot out out of here. Let's go to um, let's go to the tropical Atlantic real quick. And we'll show you the track of our our uh, wave here on the two different maps. So, all right, this is your Euro map currently right now, and what we're looking at this basic area area here is our juice. And you'll see it kind of merge with some existing juice and a little bit of spin. You can really see this whole area right here. Focus on this right here. So you'll hear about this a lot this week. That's a Central American gyre, they call it. And it's um, basic spin in the atmosphere. It's very large. And uh, you, you can see it on this water precipital map. If I do that, just right there. See a little bit of spinach? And the G or the Euro, this is the Euro. The Euro kind of takes whatever's left into the bay there and just kind of that's it. You can see that approaching front midweek next week. This is next Monday. So by this time next week, the, the GFS is already expecting our system to um, be somewhere down here. This is next uh, weekend, about right here. So the GFS is figuring by this time next weekend somewhere right here the GFS is already developing this and pulling it north northeast while the Canadian and the euro keep it very weak plops it out even into the Pacific here so definitely possible both scenarios go to the GFS you'll see what I'm talking about there it is there she is there she gets developed you can follow along this is right here next Monday the juice and it gets picked up and out of here midweek. So maybe we'll be storm chasing next week. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, morning, DD. Could be the first hurricane of the season. May, you never know. Oh, your first hurricane season. Congrats. You're from Michigan. Mm, my dad used to call y'all. Um, he used to see your, your blue Michigan plates back in the day. They clog up our highways. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that's pretty good stuff, you know. Um, this heat, historical heat coming. Ugh. This brown is uh, all the way from California to Mississippi. This is heat that's in the upper one-third of historical ranges, meaning it's going to be hot. And this extends into this week. That's actually tail end. This is till tomorrow. But then the next week, way south. This is today, May 18th to May 24th. And again, brown means above normal temps that are in the upper third of historical ranges. And that's going to stretch all the way down past Florida, warming that Gulf of Mexico up even more. So that's all I got to say about that. Hey, John Carson, good morning. Stephanie Stokes has some tidbit for Hurricane Alma 1970. Let's check that one out. I love it. How do you spell that? Alma. Alma. Wonder why they retired. Did they retire that name? I don't know. Is that on the list? Why would that not ring a bell? No? They must have retired it. Or maybe they didn't do rotation rotational names. Got our new I or our new um I name, Imani. So here is the history of Alma, Hurricane Alma. Let's bring it over here now. Look at that. Man, Stephanie Stokes coming up with a little history for us. Look at that. So that was Hurricane Alma in May. Hey, 
Look at that. Almost, kind of almost the same. Kind of. It was a brief hurricane, looks like. Or, what does colors mean? I can't ever remember these things. Um, peak winds are 75. But hey, let's see. When we went to Florida, it was uh, oh, winds were 80 mile an hour. Became one of the only four Atlantic hurricanes ever for May. Okay. How about that? That was in 1970. I wasn't even born yet. Good stuff. Michelle, welcome back. Yep, we're talking. Um, Dylan, I would think... See, all right, see, this is tricky too. The five-day... NHC maps. So these maps only go out five days. So technically, if they were to circle anything, um, formation probably wouldn't be until if the GFS is correct. That would that would be next Sunday, Monday. So we're still you know seven days away. Uh, so technically, maybe maybe if the models keep this up. And we have enough ensemble support, then maybe Tuesday we would get a little circle. And what they usually do is have a little circle like this, and then they'll have a little box. What they usually do anyway. They'll have a little arrow, and what they'll probably end up if 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 we were to get a circle, they would probably do something like that, you know. Um, Tuesday or Wednesday, if the models keep it up. But right now, you know, we got enough model support that we could uh, could see it. So here is a look here. Let's take a look at the uh, um, let's look at Nebraska tomorrow. We have asking about Nebraska. So here's your storms later tonight. Here's Nebraska. Um, Man, I don't know. The heavy stuff looks like I might go just past you. There's Omaha. But like I said, the Storm Prediction Center is um, only showing. Um, my Alexa just started talking. <laughs> um, there's your Storm Prediction Center for tomorrow. So a little bit of, you know, a little wind, a little hail. That was a special request. All right, what else we got to talk about? Um, have a great day, Keisha. Appreciate that. So there you go. So we're going to be doing these every day. So I won't go as long as we normally go along. But uh, keep a close eye on things for sure. You know, um, not, no need to panic yet. But uh, we definitely have something to potentially watch here. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of uh, the season. The, um, you know. A lot of questions for next week. And GFS is just very, very <laughs> consistent on bringing up something to the uh, upper Gulf of Mexico. Um, and some of these are strong. You know, you can't, can't never say never in the tropics. You know, you can't look at just one operational run, but you can also, uh, you know, you go back and look at the um, ensembles and actually see their strengths on them. I think we got some new maps, too, I need to start looking at. I think they updated some of this stuff. Um, but I'll do that another day. But if we just zoom into the Gulf of Mexico here, just look at some of these, and you can see red. There's a few of the members, not all of them, but there's quite a few red indicating possible hurricane, you know. Very curious. <laughs> Tilbert says, we're going to get the crayons on Wednesday. Maybe. 
But man, that's a lot of a lot of GFS support. That something's going to pull up out of the uh, Yucatan there. You know, there's a lot of discussion about wind shear. Um, that time time frame, you know, there is a front coming down. This is midweek next week. Um, some are wondering how the GFS is being so aggressive on development of a storm when there's a lot of wind shear coming in from the west. So again, it goes back to that theory that if we did have a storm, most most of the convection would end up getting blown off to the east side because of strong levels, upper level winds. Yeah, SpaghettiOs. Look at those SpaghettiOs. Everybody feel like spaghetti? Spaghetti. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's go back to the website, see some last-minute little comments there. And here's the radar, by the way. We had some storms down in the Keys this morning. Uh, let's look at the 48-hour forecast here real quick. Um, not forget about normal weather chit-chat, but get an idea what kind of rains we're getting here. You can always look at the HRR. And we'll take a look at it in the next 48 hours. Take a looky. And here's that storm line today. So we got some South Florida rains today. Here's your rain map for this afternoon. But I wanted to see this up north line. Look at that sucker. So it's a low pressure area spinning up north. Look at that. Man, you can really see it. Let's go to the northeast real quick. I don't know if the HRR breaks it down to where you can. Yeah, we can see northeast. But look at that. Man, that's going to be some strong storms today. That's uh, coming in, coming today. So by the afternoon time, about right here, this is about noon time. We're gonna start to see some some strong line of storms definitely building. This early afternoon here, crossing to New York, pushing east through the night. So could be some uh, sneaky little tornadoes maybe later today, as we have you know an upper level low there. Crossing up out of Canada. And then southeast here, let's take a look at southeast Florida. Got some storms bubbling in down in there. This is later this afternoon. About Okeechobee South. There's that front, there's the frontal line here. Let's check this out. Overnight tonight. Look at this. We got a little frontal line coming through Carolinas. This is uh nearing midnight tonight. A little rain, a little rain down in Louisiana. So it could be some stormy weather late this evening, tonight. I know we got a lot of people in Carolinas watching. So this is late tonight, 8, 9, 10 o'clock tonight. There's our frontal line. And uh, interesting, right? Back to summer summer storms tomorrow for Florida. Middle, middle state storms tomorrow forming. Normal stuff, just kind of hang out in the middle of the state tomorrow afternoon. Don't think we have much movement on these. Sometimes they just spawn in the middle of the day and they just burn themselves out bahamas got some nasty weather those hanging around thanks for the cruisers so we're gonna have persistent rains down in bahamas it looks like lower bahamas but so anyway all right little storms tonight across the east coast maybe popping into louisiana late tonight too that's all from the front which is right here, this little guy. So there you go. How about that? Karen's from St. Croix, Virgin Islands. Awesome. All right. Well, that's a wrap, I reckon. Um, so again, the NAC is updating every day, 2 o'clock. If you're curious about any new circles or anything like that, they usually come out... Uh, about 1.30, 1.45 Eastern. They come out at 2 o'clock, 8 o'clock every day. And we'll keep an eye on it. I'm really anxious. So 12, 12 o'clock around, 12 o'clock my time, uh, the 12Z models start to run. Always keen to those. We'll see what the GFS is showing. And uh, keep an eye on that Euro and Icon. And I'm not sure the Icon goes out that far yet. Sometimes it does. I think the overnight Z, zero Z, uh, Z does. 
Um, only goes out to the 21st. That's 6Z. Uh, yeah, see nothing really. Kind of keeps that low pressure system. Um, so really, GFS is it? <laughs> so, oh yeah, totally forgot, Shelly. Well, it's because we had tropics to talk about. <laughs> so we only got a couple people left. Um, so we'll do a better announcement. This is a teaser for everybody. Um, so, check this out. Boom! All right, don't tell anybody. The ones here get to see it first. But <laughs> So, uh, we are doing another cruise. Um, and the first one was awesome. Great time. Had a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, we're excited to announce our second cruise is coming. Same week of the, the year. Last year was in early, um, middle March. This was March 13th through 17th. A little shorter cruise this time and uh, leaving Cape Canaveral. But uh, we'll have all the info. I'll link. I have a special graphic on the site. Um, very easy to book. You can uh, do it online. But uh, we got a lot of events planned. This one's going to go to Coco Cay and um, I think, uh, or uh, yeah, Coco Cay um, and then Nassau. I was getting confused because we're going on a different cruise. Family. <laughs> it's a couple weeks. Uh, but this one's going to be four nights. Five days, four nights. Leaving on a Monday, home on a Friday. And the cool thing about these cruises is uh, we have a lot of fun planned. Like, uh, I didn't know what to expect this, this time around. But it ended up being way more exciting than I thought. Because first you get to meet all your fellow MWPs. Um, a lot of great people. Uh, all the ones you see in the chats, you know, we're, we're a really special little unique <laughs> group of people. Uh, we seem like we all like the same things. And uh, that uh, the, the difference with this one is we're actually, the ship has a conference room in it. And we're going to, I'm going to put on one of my little presentations that I do uh, about an hour. I do these around, all around, but uh, we're going to give away a certificate of hurricane preparedness for 2023 it'll actually be a real certificate and it will be uh you know off authentic <laughs> to to our page so what that means is it could be a write-off hint hint and uh because it's gonna be weather class we're gonna have a weather weather course actually on the ship and uh we got a lot of other fun stuff too but that that'll be fun we're doing um we got a private meet and greet that's going to have one hour open bar uh, on the ship as soon as we get there. Um, we got a swag bag full of stuff. We're going to have events on the ship. We're going to have events at Coco K. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So anyway, and there'll be plenty of karaoke videos <laughs> for sure. So yeah, a little sneak peek. Um, hope you can do it. This is, um, Gonna be, gonna be a long, uh, long way away. Fully refundable. Uh, we got a hundred cabins booked or uh, locked in for us at a special rate. So the rates are rumored to go up, but our rates are locked in, which is great because of fuel and whatever else. Uh, so our rates are locked in for all the way till like ninety days before the ship, and then they'll you know they're always shopping around for other deals. But um, yeah. Exciting. So I'll have the link up. You can read more about it. And, you know, if you got questions, Shelly will always be there for you. There you go. Right? <laughs> and we're going to have a special uh, MWP brew crew party the day before on land. So we'll announce that. So anyway. Yep, Joel, that's right. If you're an insurance adjuster... <laughs> Or whatever else, but let's say I love doing these seminars. I love it. I got a great presentation. I, I put a lot of hours into, and uh, I look forward to that. All right, so we talked a lot about the tropics, and uh, we'll talk more about the cruise. But we've definitely um, <clears throat> quietly 
have been teasing it out there and uh, now we're going to start putting it on the main page. So Probably will sell out. I have a feeling. So there you go, Chris. Set your alarm. You can count on it Monday through Friday. Two weeks we won't be here, uh, June the 2nd. Um, but we should be good to go all the way through um, middle June. We're going on a little family vacation middle June. So you can bet there'll probably be a hurricane in middle of June. That's the way it always works. <laughs> Hopefully it's not on the ship. <laughs> Alright, well, stay safe out there, especially in the northeast. Uh, we got storms brewing up that way. Tornado watches will probably be in effect um, as we get this low-pressure little area spinning up there. And uh, we'll keep an eye on the tropics. Very curious. This little guy right here. The beginning. The purple dot. <laughs> The purple dot is what we're watching. Purple dot. <laughs> All right. Be good. We'll see you all tomorrow on a Tuesday. What's up with that? See ya. <laughs> Bye.